0: You are now listening to Zakaic Podcast. Proclaiming Jesus as Savior, Healer, Sanctifier, and Coming King. Good evening, youth! Good evening, youth! Good evening, Good evening youth! Imagine, yon yon yung you're going to do with energy. <laughs> And once again, good evening everyone. Kindly get the person next to you. Pakisabi jan sa katabi mo. I'm very blessed that you're with me tonight. Pakisabi jan sa katabi mo. Tingnan mo ngayon katabi mo kung bang blessed yan. Na yan yung naging katabi mo. I'm very much excited to talk about God's Word tonight because we're going to start a new series titled Sin Zone. Everybody say Sin Zone. Sino dito sa inyo mga nasinso na? Deserve nyo naman. <laughs> I believe that all of us, you have experienced masinso yung nag-confess ka kay crush tapos walang reply. Meron ba dito sa inyo yung mga nasa likod? Ayan, deserve nyo po. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but I believe that all of us, one way or the other, we have experienced this. You know, sinso is actually a very uh, a very significant um title that we have the, today na very uso sa atin yun yung pag merong kang china chat na isang kaibigan tas wala siyang reply ang tawag natin doon seen zone right sa mga prating nagbe messenger prating nag facebook however we have concluded last time we were having a meeting along with pastor Nicole your youth pastor and the other youth core na there are times in our lives, especially sa ating mga young people, that when we talk about social matters, everybody says social, social matters. When we talk about social matters, oftentimes, tayo yun ang sisinso nun. gets lang ako? There are times that when we talk, you know, significant issues in our society, in our community, Tayong ng mga bagay we don't react at all, or there are times that we don't know how to respond. Right? Hindi natin alam ko anong sasabihin. Manahimik ka na lang kasi baka mabash ako. Right? And that's really true for our generation today. And tonight, we're going to talk about our first installment of our series scene Zone. And we're going to talk about the gender identity and LG, LGBTQIA community. And pakit Pakitingnan ngayong katabi mo. Tahimik man talaga. <laughs> and we're going to try to understand where do we stand in social matters such as this so that we would know how to respond. Because in issues such as this, alam mo ba that oftentimes Christians don't know how to respond sa mga issues na ganito. We don't know how to respond and higit sa lahat hindi din natin alam kung ano yung dapat nating sabihin as group of Christians. Dinatin alam. Pag tinanong ka ng kay Bigan mo na parte ng LGBT community, are you an ally? I'm an ally. just kidding. You don't know how to respond. Um, but tonight, I believe that this is very informative for all of us because we would understand and know where do we stand as a community of Christians. Okay ba? Okay. So pag sa katabimo, makinig ka. <laughs> makinig ka. And pakita are you ready? Okay, are you ready? Now, basically, I would just like to define all of the terms that will, I will be showing here with you tonight. Next slide, please. Yeah. So, basically, once we talk about gender identity and also yung pag natin galing from the LGB, LGBTQIA community, meron tayong, different, um, meron tayong different conclusions about what sex is. So tonight, when I say sex, what I particularly mean is the biological and physiological characteristics that define men and women. And ano Next slide, please. So basically, pag natin biological differences, these are pag female, since lahat naman tayo adult dito, I believe men, na natin sa science classes natin. When I, when I say female, sila yung merong mga vagina, clitoris, sila yung merong uterus, ovaries, fallopian tube, and those uh, those things that actually conforms to being a female, okay? Yan yung pagiging female when it comes to biological differences. But when it comes to male, it means that that person possesses a penis, a scrotum, a testes, and of course, they have this chemical which is called testosterone. Yung testosterone, mga hindi nakakaalam, this is actually a chemical that is produced in a male's body kung saan... Um, that's why yung mga lalaki na yung may mga beard. Those are actual testosterone chemicals. And when I say that there is biological differences, it's because when we look at our society today, we would actually see that this is very much different with how we deal with people today. Tama? Because in our world today, as much as we tend to deny it, or as much as we want to accept it, we have people from other communities who are actually transgender. Diba alam natin yung lahat social issues we know that that those people who cross dresses who would, who would say that they are gay lesbian but here's the thing once we look what's be uh, what's between the legs do natin make it yung biological differences okay I'm talking to you as mature young people okay yun yung, yun yung, ano, yun yung dapat na natin lahat so that later on hindi lang to siya parang joke baka mamaya paglabas nyo, paglabas nyo ng TJF, Uy, sabi ni Pastor. No, I don't want this to be a joke or a talk of the town, but I want this to be an informative preaching for all of us. Okay? So next slide, please. So here, we would say that when we say women or female, ito yung mga babae who actually experience menstruation. Sila yung mga nakaka-develop ng breasts who are usually capable of lactating while men do not have kahit na may mga, kaibig, may mga male kayo na kaibigan na medyo malaki yung chest, kasi panay mag-gym. And also, women can give birth while men can supply sperm and men have testicles while women do not have that one. So yan yung differences nila. Next slide, please. So, gender naman, di ba? because we're going to talk about sex and gender. So, gender, when, once we say gender, it refers to socially constructed roles. Take note of that word socially. Okay? Socially constructed roles and relationships, personally traits, attitudes, behaviors, values, relative power, and influence that society ascribes to the two sexes on differential basis. Like, for example, pag snabi natin babae, just inside the classroom. Si Meme na lang kasi maganda yung writing niya. Siya dapat yung maging secretary. Social basis. Right? Dapat si Pastor Renecol yung mag-arrange ng flower kasi magaling siya mag-arrange ng things. Social basis. So basically, once we talk about gender roles, it means that since we are we belong in a community, we belong, we belong in a society, pag lalaki ka, dapat ito yung pwede mong gawin pagbabae kay ito rin pwedeng gawin in other words these are social responsibilities that society has placed on us okay social responsibility social biases that our society has placed on us so next slide please so when we say gender socialization these are actually things that when we look at it yung mga bata from a very young age they have been developed so yung mga bata alam niyo yung mga brain ng bata they are like sponge. So kung ano i-feet mo sa mga yun, they would actually absorb it. Diba pag sisigaw ka, yung mga bata usually sisigaw din. Why? Because their brains are like sponge. So basically for us, na I believe that, sin, ilang taon yung bata dito? 12? Twelve? <laughs> Twelve. Walang eleven dito. Wala naman eleven dito, no? So basically what we say, <laughs> Nice ka, J. Louis. What we say is, for those uh, for those na consider natin na children, these are actually, um, you know, group of people that is actually very exposed in the culture and norms of the society. Sila yung meron palang pagkakakilanlan, okay? Sila yung mga ganun. And when we look at this, we look at this, yung mga bata, they, jar, they are just ex- starting to explore kung anong klase yung society and culture na meron tayo. But in the world that we live in today, if we're going to observe this, actually, I talked to a lot of students this week. Tinanong ko sa kanila is, how often do you hear people in your school talking about gender identity and LGBT? And you know what? People, students from Ateneo, Regional Science, sambuanga National, National High School West, they told me that I think in a week, they would hear it more than four times. Because that's the culture, that's the society that we're actually living in right now. Where people have been open about talking about these things. And the question that I want to look at here is as Christians, as community of believers, where do we stand? Okay, where do we stand? Mind you, hindi ko ginawa tong preaching na to para sa para i-condemn, Okay, i I have I have friends who are gay. I have I know people who came from the LGBT community. And here's the thing: what I want to address once we talk about this is para malaman natin kung ano ba yung dapat natin gawin as Christians, as Bible-believing people of this world. Okay, so next slide, please. So there are actually a lot of cultures na pagbata ka, ito yung natutunan mo. So the first culture, okay, the first exposure as a child na pade mo matutunan is from your parents. Okay? If you have if you have been here I think 3 months ago where we talk about families, malalaman natin na lahat ng bata, lahat ng issue natin as an adult, it comes from inside the family. Right? pagkompleto yung pamilya pagbuo yung pagmamahal sa pamilya you would understand that this person is all is also healthy mentally and emotionally but here's the thing if inside the family merong kulang like for example the father is absent or the mother is absent this is what we call dysfunctional family everybody say dysfunctional family so now parents actually give the first ever teaching to their kids. Sila yung nagtuturo. Pero yung mga magulang natin, hindi yan masyadong alam. Hindi nila masyadong alam that they're actually the one teaching the kids. So once we look at this, it's inside the family that we first learn things. So pag si nanay at saka si tatay sa loob ng bahay, they don't know how to limit things and hinahayaan lang nila yung mga bagay-bagay. The child learns from it. Okay, the child learns from it. And this is what we call, dito nagkakaroon ng, dito actually unang na-experience ng bata, yung identity crisis. I know someone before, I think we were around 15 years old, and sabi niya pa sa akin, nagkaroon siya ng identity crisis. And back then, nung time namin, nung early 2000, it was actually a big thing, hindi yun masyadong pinag-uusapan. And sabi niya pa sa akin, although nakakatawa, sabi niya pa sa akin, alam mo, Nagaantay na lang ako umulan ng bulaklak para ma-confirm ko talaga ng babae ako. Pero lalaki siya. But back then, I was looking back, sabi ko, it sobrang uso ng mga ganitong bagay, pero hindi siya napag-uusapan inside the church. Okay Hindi siya napag-uusapan inside the church. But you see, if there is one person, it's either a mother or a father missing inside a family, doon nagkakaroon ng identity crisis ang isang bata. Doon nagkakaroon ng identity crisis. And hindi lang siya yung sexual identity crisis, not only like that. Not only gender identity crisis, but crisis of the mind and crisis of the heart. And the second thing that we are exposed to, next slide please, inside the school. It is actually inside the school that we meet a lot of teachers where we are fed with different knowledge. Doon natin nakikita yon. And not only that, when we look at this, pag sa school natin ngayon there are gender stereotypes right meron tayong nalalaman na gender stereotypes like for example pag female students ka ikaw yung time namin IPP anong IPP ano ngayon sa mga ano yung edukasyon pangtahanan at pangkabuhayan sa amin dati ngayon sa inyo TLE okay ganun sa amin dati pag lalaki ka dito ka sa wood carving pag babae ka dito ka sa Pagtahi. Okay, ganun. So those are gendered stereotypes na meron tayo. In school, we do that. Next slide, please. And also, we are exposed with peers, among our peers. Yung pag nagtutuksuhan, pag meron tayong mga bagay na pinag-uusapan, tapos parang in it's when it's inside the school, uso yung tuksuhan, to the point that we don't know how to defend ourselves. But it's also in among our peer groups, that we tend to express ourselves most. Janyan yan sa loob ng peer groups, that we actually express ourselves more. And once we look at these things, once we look at these things, pag natin yung society ngayon, it's very much different. It's very much different. Why? Because the society that we live in today tends to tolerate what is actually not normal. And yung sinasabi niya, it is normal for our generation today. So kung natin, all of these things, yung sinabi ko kanina, yung parents, yung teachers, yung peers, eto silang lahat, they all have the potential to make a person have an identity crisis. Okay, lahat to sila. They have the potential, meaning wala pa, potential pa lang yung meron. But above from everything else, next slide please, we also have the media. Which is very uso ngayon yung social media. If you're going to look at Facebook today, it's very different from the world na natin. And you see, media has been giving us a lot of attention and feeding us with a lot of, of information because 80% of our time is we're holding our phones. And the information that we read, kahit ayaw man natin to, most of them are fake news and fake information that we feed ourselves. But you see, last time I was talking to myself and I was discussing, kasi gusto ko siya maintindihan, sabi ko pa, is there one reason, yun yung tanong ko sa sali ko, is there one reason kung bakit, kung paano naging bakla or tomboy yung isang lalaki or babae? Natanong niyo na ba yan? Ano yung rason bakit ganyan siya? Kasi you know what, I have friends back in high school, pag tatanoy ko kasi na, bakit ka ganyan? Yung, sasaguti, yung sagot nila sa akin, ganito kasi yung nararamdaman ko. And that's truth. Okay, that's truth for them. Kung tatanoy mo sila, bakit kaganyan? And they would answer, kasi ganito lang talaga ako. They don't have a specific and definite answer. But here's the thing. Here's what I found out. Next slide, please. You know what? Most of them, okay, most of those people, I'm not saying all. Most of those people who actually say that they belong to the LGBT community is actually a product of abuse. Most of them is a product of abuse. One way or the other, they have experienced abuse inside their homes, among their peers, inside the school, with their teachers. That's why they are like that. And you know what? Here's the thing. When they experience that, all along they think that it's normal. Ay, baka ginawa sa akin yun kasi baka ganun lang talaga. But the truth is but the truth is it's not normal. And not only not only abuse but it could also be insecurity. They don't feel secure inside their home or maybe they have anxiety. That's why they conform to that kind of expression, gender expression. So once we look at this, kung titingnan natin siya, walang definite, walang definite na answer kung bakit ganyan yung isang tao. Kung bakit gay, lesbian, bisexual, yung isang tao. There's no definite source of why they are like that. And the reason why I am telling you this is because most of us, Christians, we put our mind in a box thinking, ay, ganyan nyan, kasi malandi siya. We put our mind in a box thinking, ay, ganyan siya kasi siguro ito yung experience niya. But here's the thing, there's no definite source. Okay, there's no definite source. Can I ask the whiteboard to please move forward? Can I ask the boys? Chat. <laughs> Thank you, Miss po- Policeman. Dito na lang sa harapan. stage. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Once we look at this, okay, once we look at the things that I have mentioned to you, I just want to share to you a recent finding. Last 2020, yung LGBT community, they tried to make a scientific research. And yung scientific research nila was actually to find a gay gene. Sabi pa nila, meron daw... Sabi pa nila, meron daw gay gene. Okay, ito yung paniniwala nila. Meron gene. And you know what? Two years since the pandemic, they tried researching about this. That lahat ng part ng LGBT community actually volunteered to be tested to check their gene. But here's the thing. After two years, wala silang na-found out na gay gene. In other words, once we look at this, once we look at the LGBT community, their problem is not with their DNA. Okay their problem is not with their DNA, DNA but how they perceive themselves Okay how they perceive themselves because if we're going to look at it in the generation that we have today we're actually in a ger- generation that's called postmodern generation and what i mean by this what I'm trying to tell you is in this postmodern world, what's true for you is actually real. Alam I mean, yun? Kung anong nararamdaman ko ngayon, ito yung tama. Kung anong na-experience ko, ito yung tama. Kung anong naranasan ko, ito yung tama. And most of us today, not only those people part of the LGBT community, we conform to this kind of thinking. Ito yung tama para sa akin kasi ito yung naranasan ko. Ito yung tama pala sa because this is what I've experienced. And if we're going to look at this, this is actually a mindset that, I, that we have been bringing alongside when we go to church, when we go inside the school. So this is what we say that emotions are more heavier, very much heavier than truth. Okay, How you perceive yourself is much heavier than truth. Walang absolute, yun yung paniniwala nila. And once we look at this also, we start to think that maybe my feelings are absolute truth. Alam niyo yun? Mas nauna yung emotions. Mas nauna yung emotions. Because for me, when I feel something, ito yung totoo. Now mind you, if we're going to look at emotions, it's very large. Sobrang laki niya. And once we look at the Bible, natanong nyo ba, what's the stand of the Bible when it comes to this? Now, I have talked with some people in the past, my counselor, who's from Davao City, and siyang sa akin. Sabi niya pa, most of those people who came from the LGBT community, ang tingin nila sa church is judgmental. Tama hindi. Tama. Tama, right? Pag mayroong papasok sa loob ng church na naka, nakaibang damit, ano yung unang reaction ng mga tao? Pati nandito? Pag makita ka ng taong may tattoo, walang bang Mag-Ledicia worship at may tattoo. Right? It's very true for our world today. Gusto ko yung may nag-drop names dyan sa likod. It's very true for our world today. And it's true. And you know why the church is very judgmental? It's because the church is not informed. And here's the thing. You know, Jesus Christ, when he went to this earth, you know, he dined with sinners, with scoffers, with prostitutes. Yan yung mga tao, yan yung very reason why Jesus came into this world and he dined with those people. But the church, pag makikita sila ng tao na hindi belong sa loob ng church, huwag yan papasukin dito, salot yan. That's true. So when Jesus Christ came into this world, Jesus Christ dined with these people. Why? It's because it's these people who needs Jesus Christ. Sila yung mga tao na kailangan si Jesus in their life. You know, the church that we belong in right now, this is actually not a church na masyadong perfect. Wala, nothing, no one among us is perfect. Pakitingin na niyong katabi mo na nang mabuti sa mata, ganyan lang yan, pero puyat na yan. <laughs> ganyan lang yung itsura niyan, pero hindi yan perfecto. And the church is just like that. No one, even I, not even Pastor Ira, Pastor JR, none of us are perfect in this church. That's why we need Jesus Christ. And so are the people from the LGBTQIA plus community. This are, you know, the way that we need Jesus is also the way that they need Jesus Christ. Now, I've I've talked with one of my counselors uh, in Davao City. Sabi niya pa sa akin, there was this one experience na sa loob ng church, sina, I think I shared this before in TJF, na sabi niya pa, merong isang, while they were having their Sunday worship service, merong isang cross-dresser, okay, transgender, May isang cross-dresser na sumilip sa church nila and nagustuhan yung music. So back then, sabi niya pa, tinanong niya yung, because my teacher was waiting outside, siya yung nag-welcome, So tinanong na yung teacher ko, sabi niya pa, Ma'am, kung sa'yo na, adiha sa sulud, yun yung saba kaayo. And sabi pa na ano, saba do because there was music, and then sabi pa ng teacher ko, ay sulud, sulud. Sabi niya ha, sa crossdresser, lalaki, nakadamit pang babae. Sabi pa ng teacher ko, ay sulud, sulud. Kay naamay simba karon and you're very much welcome. So, nung pumasok yung transgender, nung pumasok siya, imagine that the only empty seat was the one that was in front. And timing na nung pumasok yung, yung uh, that person was a cross-dresser, nag-stop na yung praise and worship umupo na. And naglakad siya going in front. And can you imagine all of the eyes turning to that person? And after the, service, after the service, sabi pa nung cross-dresser dun sa teacher ko, Ma'am, salamat kayo sa pag-invite sa ako. Ah. It was really an amazing experience for him. And umalis siya. Sabi pa ng teacher ko, Uy, balik-balik, next Sunday, nanapod may service, dide, balik ka dere. And so after that time, merong group of women, okay, group of women, pakitandaan. Merong group of women, sabi pa nila sa teacher ko, Ano ka ba? Ba't mo yun? Nakita mo bang ang Nakita mo ba yung damit? Tapos pinapasok-pasok mo? And you know what? Sunday after Sunday, that crossdresser came back on that church, worshiping. And here's one thing that they have observed. Nung pumasok yung, yung crossdresser nyo, that person, meron silang napansin. Then the following Sunday, hindi na siya nakadamit pang babae. The next Sunday, wala na siyang, you know, wala na siyang earrings. The next Sunday, he haircut na siya. And the last Sunday that he went to the church, he enrolled to discipleship. So here's the thing. We cannot limit ourselves into a box thinking those people who are part of the LGBTQIA committee, they don't have a future. Because the answer is Jesus came for them also. So now for us, where do we stand? Meron ba eraser. Did, you, did someone prepare an eraser? Pahiram po. <laughs> Here's the thing. Ito yung tanong sa atin ngayon. Knowing all of these things, I just want us to read Genesis 1 verse 27. Thank you, Kuya Cha. Can someone read to me Genesis 1 27? Can I ask si Ate Syrah to read? Ate Saida. And 27. God created man in his own image. The image of God he created, him. male and female. He created him. Okay. We know that. That God created us according to his image, according to his likeness. But here's the thing. If we're going to look at Genesis 3... Okay, yan yung Genesis 1 in case lang kailangan i-research mamaya. Tapos sabi ni Pastor John Ray yung Genesis 1:27 no? Yung Genesis 1 verse 27 dito sinasabi that us, we were created in the image of God according to His likeness. And if we're going to fast forward to Genesis 3 sa Genesis 3 may kita niyo na that was actually the time where the serpent which is Satan tempted Eve. And, and the fall started. Dito pumasok yung fall. What we mean by fall is, ito yung time where everything else that God created started to crumble down because of one sin. Okay, nagkasala yung ninuno natin, si Adan at si Eva. And because of this, you know what? The image of God has been distorted. What I mean by distorted is because there are things that God shared to us, that God shared to us, that has actually been distorted because of sin, dahil sa kasalanan. That's why if we're going to look at the world that we have today, once we talk about LGBT, LGBTQIA community, not only this. What are other sins? Theft, lying. Ano pa? Give me answers. Disobedience, adultery. sabi gumagalaw adultery. Once we look at this, oftentimes, once we talk about these things, itong theft, lying, disobedience, iniisip natin, ay wala lang yan. siguro maliit lang yan. But you know what? It's just the same sin. And this, you know, and this things that we have talked about, which are mentioned in the Bible. You know, the sins that we commit, lying, disobedience, every day we do that. You know, it's never out of reach with the forgiveness that God can offer. So what can we do now? Yan yung tanong natin. What can we do now? Now, this is what I want you to understand. This is what I want you to understand. When it comes to the LGBT community and those people who express their gender identity, I want you to remember this. Can, every, can, can all of us read this? One, two, three, go. Compassion without compromise. What do we mean by this? Once we say compassion without compromise, you know, you can have people, friends, who are actually part of the LGBT community. Because mind you, they need that. Kasi alam nyo sa kanila. Sirang sirat na yung Christianity. Sirang sirat na yung church. Because a lot of people who belongs in a church, you know they respond differently, and we can have compassion to these people we can help these people instead of condemning them. we can actually tell these people that the Lord loves you, that you have actually a bright future in the Lord. now nah, you know God really loves you and He sent his Jesus his Christ his son Jesus Christ to die for you that's compassion and when, once we say compassion without compromise, this means that what we do not compromise is our belief in God. What, those things that we do not compromise is the truth that the Bible says. In other words, when, once we say compassion without compromise, it means that you can share God's love to these people without compromising God's truth yung feeling na alam mo yung kaibigan mo na magsasabihin sa'yo yung masakit na katotohanan kaysa in comfort ka with a beautiful lie, ganun na ganun yun. You know, these people who comes from those community, these are actually these people who needs to hear that. They have to experience compassion, but for us to do that, we should not also compromise. There's a ministry in Manila ang tawag sa ministry nila, Living Waters. And etong ministry ng Living Waters, they are actually those people who are dedicated to help people from the LGBT community. Because if we're going to look at this, etong mga people from LGBT community, these are actually people who are wounded. Okay? They are actually wounded, deeply wounded. It's either they are inside their families, among their societies, or they have been wounded for so long. And you know what? For 22 years, for 22 years, itong Living Waters commu- itong Living Waters ministry, they have been helping those people be transformed in Jesus Christ. And they have testimonies there of the, yung mga dating transgender, dating part ng LGBT community, na naging lalaki, naging tatay, naging professional. And what do I mean by that? You know, all of us na yon. God's hands are never too short to reach out to us. etong pinag-uusapan natin ngayon, this is just one part of the spectrum. Actually, sobrang laki pa neto. And all of this is because of that sin that was committed, because of the fall. So the next time that you would have friends, are part of this community, what are you going to do? Remember this. Compassion without compromise. You can share God's love to them because that's true. God loves them without compromising God's word. You know, and here's the thing. Kung meron naman sa atin dito, I just want to speak to you heart to heart. If some of us here, you know, you are confused right now. If meron sa atin dito, you have been thinking for so long, kung ano ka nga ba talaga, you have that identity crisis in your life, I just want to speak to you. I may not look at you eye to eye right now, but here's the thing. This is what I want you to understand. It's not your fault that you are wounded. It's not your fault na that someone abused you. It's not your fault that someone did greatly wrong sa life mo, that it changed the path of your life. And I want you to understand that healing is possible in Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ came for those sinners, prostitutes, coffers, and dine with them. And we are nothing, nothing, if we do not have Jesus Christ in our lives. So, if you're a person right now who's com- confused, much of what I have said here, naliwanagan ka or nasaktan ka. But you know what? Keep coming on T.J.F. Keep coming on this church. Keep believing in Jesus Christ, because other people might hurt you, the world might hurt you. You know, but Jesus Christ extends his hand to you, and tells you. That I love you. That's why I want you to know how big my love is for you. Because in those moments, Jesus is telling us that He came for us. He came for us. I know that this is a very much heavy topic. But you know, we chose this topic because for us young people who is living in this generation... This is a very significant, you know, talking, very significant topic that we can actually talk about in the church because no one talks about it anymore. And the moment that we start talking about it, and where do we stand as Christians? Do natin malalaman that, eto pala yung dapat nating gawin. Compassion without compromise. Jesus is the one who gives you identity. When you were created by God, God created you, you know, He needed you in that womb. You are created in His image according to His likeness. And Jesus is reminding that exact same thing to you today. Because Jesus is telling you, you are precious. And no amount of insult, no amount of lies... No amount of self-perception could ever destroy what Jesus has placed in your heart. So today, if you are that person who is struggling, I just want you to know, the church is open. Continue to come to TJF. Continue to come to this church because Jesus Christ is here. And this is a community of healing. Can we bow down our heads and let's pray. our most gracious Heavenly Father. Lord, we praise and thank you for this time that you've given us. Lord, there are times in our lives that the choices that we make in our lives is we cannot foresee the consequences of it. But Lord, thank you Because I believe, Lord, that in the community of the LGBTQIA, there are people who are confused. There are people who still calls on your name. There are people, Father, who continually seeks you. And tonight, I believe, Lord, that this is a very valuable topic in TJF. Because this is one of the very interesting topics that we have ever talked here. A social reality, a social crisis. And Lord, tonight, I may not know kung sino sa amin ngayon, Lord, who struggles with this. That for so long, they have been asking, Father, kung bakit sila ganun, They have been asking that question in their minds, telling and asking that you would change them. But Lord, tonight I praise and thank you because I believe that you have opened the hearts of your young people. Lord, help us to stand as one believing community that as we look on these Christians, as we look on this community side by side, Lord, it will be compassion without compromise. Compassion is what you have showed on that cross when you dined with those sinners, with those prostitutes, with those scoffers. Compassion is what you showed on that cross when you died more than 2,000 years ago. Compassion is what you have showed to all of us. And Lord, as Bible-believing Christians, help us, Lord, not to compromise your word. Not to compromise, Lord, on your truth. But Lord, help us to bring that truth in the community that we belong in. In the society that we belong today. In the world that we live in today. Thank you, Lord God, because this time you have allowed us to realize and to know that there are things, Lord, that, are, that though they are out of our control, they are never out of your control, Father. Thank you, Lord God, for granting us this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Can we give God a mighty cup of praise? You just heard the message from Zumboanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. We hope that it will help you in your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. For more updates, you can follow us in our social media platforms in Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Zikaic Ministries. See you there!